and we're back. Good evening, everyone. Good <laughs> evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, ladies. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, dun, 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 dun. to the Bedroom Musician Podcast. Let's hop right into it. Ricky, you going to lead us the way? <laughs> <laughs> How'd y'all show go last Dude, it was dope. Yeah. It was fucking it awesome. Was cool, man. The only re- the only reason it was awesome was because all our fucking friends were there. Yeah, and there it was lit. Yeah, Literally the dope. whole club, the whole San Antonio club. Yeah, yeah. the whole club. Oh, if it wasn't our friends were there, would have been empty, and the gig would have sucked ass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. real talk. It was fucking. It was, so it was fun. fun. It was fun. I had as a fuck. blast. We were just throwing a party. We just played whatever the fuck we wanted. Fucking threw down. That's dope. People were lit. People were like, "Oh shit, yeah. these guys are serious." Yeah. How did? Uh, Native was, was super, super cool. Fucking dope. Native too. was super cool. I had a blast Native at Native such too. A cool, like, yeah, and a right? bunch of a bunch of friends also showed up at Native, so it was, oh, was a blast. There a of, was there more random people at Native? Oh yeah, just just a bunch of real friends. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. The ones that showed up. That's dope, Ren. <laughs> How many people showed up? Uh, at Native. Are you doing some digs? You're doing some subs at uh the friends who didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I see. Just, just some. Just, just, just some real homies. Yeah, about the friend game. <laughs> I just can't wait until they miss our first show. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, remember that one time? <laughs> miss our first two shows. They're not because they're perfect. We went on tour, actually. I guess what, guys? San Antonio, Austin tour. Austin, San Antonio tour. Lucky roll. But seriously, tell us about like how the last week has been. We spoke last Thursday, I believe. It's been a uh, pretty no, hectic. It's been actually. about two weeks since we potted. Yeah, bro. These we didn't la- get one in last week. These last this last week was pretty hectic, honestly. Yeah, yeah this past week has been hectic since Mal left and I got back to work because I was I had been off for like three weeks, so I got back to work and then we got these two gigs like literally spontaneously, and so we were preparing for the gigs. I was like, yeah. I, had, I started school, so I've been like back and forth. Word. Dude, what's that like? Talk about it, bro. I yeah, I mean, going on. It's, it's all right. You know, I got a lot of shit going on right now. But, you got yeah. Because we got the, you know what I yeah. realized the other day, bro? Well, we got, uh, you know, we got we got some wisdom from the youth, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got, you know, you got, you got ours here in that 27 realm, but. We got some youth, you know, perspective over here, bro. We got got Mal Reese in the building, bro, yeah. showing us showing us what the culture is bringing from the youths, bro. And I love that, you know. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's twenty two over here, so how's it feel? Spread them wings, bro. Yeah, about to fly to the real Going world, dude. Yeah, we've all been there, bro. You know. Yeah, it's pretty you wild. You got some OGs around you, dude. Yeah. Grandpa's, yeah, some old daddy net, granddaddy net, bitch, granddaddy net. Yeah, silver hair project over here. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh shit. So okay, so you played some dope gigs. Uh, and no, yeah, definitely. Just you guys been... send those songs off to the record labels yet? No, yeah. So that's what sucks that we didn't get to work on much of the productions that we've been. Yeah, because we, we kind of put them on hold for the gigs. Yeah. So yeah, literally we we're saying like, thank God that gig's over. It went fucking dope. It was a blast. But like, we just want to like keep grinding and keep fucking producing and shit. Yeah, and dude. start making YouTube videos too. Yeah, yeah. Word. It's tough. I've been slacking yeah. on that the last few weeks, but uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, but I've got you know content I've recorded. I just have to release it, and it's just like yeah. you know I've just it, it's it's difficult. To do multiple things and execute them on them perfectly, but it's no excuse, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it is, I think you just have to give yourself a learning curve and recognize like, you know, you're going to get it, but it's going to take you a while to ramp up on the quality and on being, you know, really disciplined about doing it every week. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. <clears throat> so... Yeah, definitely with these gigs, it was pretty hectic because I, could, I couldn't even really sit down and just, like, do one thing. So I was just like, oh, I should probably practice and all this stuff. Word. And then I had, like, school stuff I got to, I had to do. So I don't have too much. Like, I, I don't have too much time for, like, music stuff. But now that we don't have to worry about these gigs, definitely YouTube and music. And we're thinking having, like, weekly podcasts for SoundCloud. Yeah, oh. and also for Loom too, we could put them on Loom. Yeah, we could definitely put it on Loom. Y'all are gonna do some separate <clears throat> ones? Well, no, we're just gonna alternate. Just like separate, just mixes. Mixes nah, like you. um, <clears throat> like hour long mixes. Oh, yeah. you know I got what you. Mean? Like yeah. for people to like work out to or whatever. Yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah. I got you. Whatever. Dope. Yeah, yeah. And, and it'll like keep up. Like we don't we don't necessarily have to keep DJing that much. <laughs> Shit! What the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with this mic stand? <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, Mal's, <laughs> Mal's stand just broke in half. No, it's not <laughs> It's holding his mic up. What the fuck? Help him out, Max. Like this? No. Like fucking put in these legs. What? Kick these legs down. Kick those legs down, Max. So, Ricky, why don't you tell us about what else has been going on, bro? Yeah, yeah. So, um, what you got? We're, yeah, so we got a whole little strategy. And this is all based upon the fact that about the, on the, the 100 true fan, 100 true fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one thing that, so, so there's this guy, his, uh, his name is, uh, I forgot his name actually, but he's the CEO of Hyped It. Have you heard of Hyped It? Mm-mm. So hyped it is a is this is 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 a tool is an online tool that helps artists uh, create download gates for their music. Gotcha. Yeah. So what happens in hyped it is, for example, if I really like an artist track and they put it up for free for a free download on on on, on SoundCloud. It's all good, dude. I'll just here. Hold dude, the use mic. this one. Use this one. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Stupid ass stand, bro. Gay it's ass broken. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It just fell apart. It just fell off. <laughs> just, I oh my touch god! It. It just fell. Like, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it today. <laughs> yeah, fuck all. I just this. didn't feel like working today. I don't even know how to take this off. Today I don't feel like it.
Yeah, I was thinking about... <clears throat> yeah, what you been up to, Max? Tell us about your week. Uh, it's been good. I finished a track. Uploaded it to DistroKid. Dope. To come out on the 15th, which I think is like... Not... I think it's the Saturday night we're in California. That Ooh. Single will come fuck out. yeah, dude. So, I was like, should I wait for a while? I was like, fuck it. We're still small. Just get shit out there. So. I think I think it's actually a Sunday, the fifteenth of September. The midnight, Saturday at midnight. Oh, okay. Technically Sunday, but yeah, so Saturday at midnight. Um, this track's a lot different. I feel like it's just like totally, or you've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, dope. A lot groovier. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of kind of plans for. I know you've been doing your YouTube thing. Sure. And uh, I like y'all's idea for, I know you're still working on the mic stand, (laughs) but I like y'all's idea for um, y'all's YouTube ideas. That's sick because those are certain things like the workout mixes and shit. That's fucking awesome for your genre. Yeah. I'm glad y'all are diving in on that. And then for me, um, I got pretty inspired uh, whenever I was just back in Athens the first night we were back there whenever mm-hmm. hung out with our old friend Solomon Skiles and mm-hmm. he it's he like just fucking million times better right? is just so obs- it, you can almost tell he's just so obsessive all he ever thinks about is music and he has been practicing not only his own songs but cover songs for such a long time where he's just developed such a confident presence every time he just sits with an acoustic guitar like I was playing music on the speakers and he goes hey man I want want to jam I mean we were planning on jamming but he was like hey man I just want to jam and I'm like alright and so he just started jamming he's just one of those people where like you just get sucked in and he's just he's he's really good really powerful presence uh, super solid singer um gets pretty loud at some point so he just gets into it he gets into every single song i'm like fuck i want to get to a point where you get in that where you practice a song so much on something as simple as the acoustic guitar and or a keyboard or something and you just practice a song so much over and over again to where you just go to a whole new realm of creativity of uh, performing that song because you know the notes so well to where you can hit those notes and then you have certain notes that you can create out of that. And that's, I think I probably talked to you about this a while ago, Ross, but uh, when yeah. it starts cooling down, I want to try to uh, pro- probably every two weeks or something go out to your pr- work on one song on the side, whether it's a cover song, whether it's one of my own songs on acoustic mainly acoustic guitar and that is what i would want my youtube video to be is when i get so strong at one song and performing it and perfecting it mm-hmm. i want to do uh campfire jams and um and i'll probably do the first handful of videos but whoever if you or any other awesome musicians want to hop in on yeah, a song right. and just practice the hell out of one song and it doesn't it has matter to be acoustic I kind of wanted it to keep that vibe. I wanted it to be like acoustic guitars, <clears throat> acoustic bass, and like bongos. Like 
keep it all like campfire vibes. And so, and that'll just like get your chop, at least for me, get my chops up on guitar and vocals and, and all that shit. Just always practicing something on the sign on, on top of recording and everything. But I always thought that would be a cool look. Like every single, I think there's, have you ever seen Jam in the Van? Mm-hmm. There's tons of bands that go in there all the time. Kind of want it to be like that. Or even have bands, like I don't even have to be in it. Like have bands come out. Hey, you guys, like, let's say, like Capiac or something. Like they do all electronic stuff. I'm like, hey, you guys are only allowed to do like real type string instruments and shit. Word. Pretty much all like wood, <laughs> wood vibes, wood instrument vibes. Real instruments. Be, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that would be super fucking sick. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But, the the idea we have for the YouTube is like we want to just like start teaching how to like make the groovy techno, the genre that we like are making. Yeah. yeah. So and like our vision with that is to like make a community of people like making that music. And then eventually we could like have a record label and then just have like a collective and just kind of like take over with the groovy techno. You know That's what I mean? Sick. I think <clears throat> and we'd be like, we'd be like at the top of that. that yeah, movement. Be sick. Y'all you know were I mean? talking about uh, some label out in Spain that kind of does that. No, there's a lot. There's a lot. <clears throat> but are they really focused on that one? On, genre? No, they're not. So no. you guys, there, there's labels that we think our music could fit. But it's not like they have like that clear, de- definite like every track on that label is exactly yeah. the that's vibe funny. that we're it, trying it, to go it, it's for. It's almost it's almost a bit like y- y- there's there's like a bittersweet feeling to it. It's like oh shit, like it's kind of cool. Like we're making music that none of these labels are really signing, but at the same time we're making music that um, it's re- it's really new. You know, like that like and it, like every now and then we'll find an artist that makes a track like like what we're making yeah and we go check out the label that it got signed by and like and then we go check out the other tracks and the other tracks aren't like that track yeah. you know so it's like whoa okay you know this shit we could see it eventually start catching on see yeah, that's what's yeah. cool is i feel like last time i sat down with y'all you you're like okay i'm gonna show you techno groovy oh, techno yeah or house it's tech house tech house, pretty much yeah, tech house well, and then techno and then groovy techno, yeah. Y'all should literally do a video of what y'all okay, try to yeah, explain. Yeah. No, to yeah, that'd be a good that. one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Because I'm still just like just cho- just choose like really good like uh like yeah. basic tracks like tech house. There's like a basic tech house track like, mm-hmm. and then there's like a techno track and there's a like groovy techno. I track. thought that I was funny. You're like, if this, this hadn't sure. have come in at this part, it would be considered this. Yeah, but uh, in okay. y'all's own opinion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and this is it's all so subjective. Own, this yeah. is all our own opinion. I yeah. think that's sick. There is yeah. nothing uh, like you know that we're, we're defining it on our own because it own. is yeah. so. Each one of them are so basic in their own way. You kind of have to almost divide it up in subgenres like that. Oh yeah, and I feel to. like nobody has really tried to divide them up like that, except for you yeah. Uh, subgenres start like naturally start becoming their own. Like I'm sure before you know before before tech house came about, it was just house. Yeah, you know, and then and then uh, when it was house. Uh, you know, in Detroit, techno started forming, yeah. you know, and then these harder beats, but then eventually Tech House came and they started incorporating a lot of the techno elements right into the Tech House. 
Yeah. Right? But then there's still space in between. There's still like a little gray. There's still space between the tech house and techno. It's quite a big of a space. I feel, I still feel like I can't even explain my genre to people. Because one song, like the last song was kind of this like washy guitar, rocky thing. And this one is like pretty groovy, electronic-y sounding. And then there's a few other ones. There's a new song I just wrote the other day. Um, it's straight like fuzz guitar and shit. And I'm just like, but my voice is on it. That's like the only thing that kind of connects all these. Yeah. So I'm, I feel like I'm in the same realm as you guys. There's a couple of artists that are doing this really cool idea, but I want to try to blend that more with like, yeah, that's like a cool idea. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that they're doing this like electronic rock, electronic rock, pop, like all mixed in one kind of thing. Yeah, I don't even know. And I feel like that's that. a. But what I, what I also wanted to do is like, Tame Impala does this side A side B. He usually only promotes his side A albums, and then every time I start talking about his side B stuff, everybody's like, "Dude, I've never heard these songs before. I never knew these existed." I was like, "I want to try to enhance on that element." of like a side B portion. Like if I make an album, I want to have a B side that's pretty much straight electronic music. Like a lot mm. of house type stuff. Oh, that's cool. And um, I want to enhance on that. And I want to do either my own remixes, what was on the first album, or even we talked about doing a remix to one of the songs. Yeah. Which by the way, uh, pretty much on the finishing mixing stages of that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet, man. Yeah. Nice. I got, I got to send it to you. But, uh, what you were saying, dude, I think it's, it's being in a really good spot is not almost not knowing where you fit because you're making something that's unique to yourself and you're trying to find, well, where are the other artists making this? You know, you're grabbing inspiration from different different artists, but you're not, um, I'm trying not to say like, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's also like uneasy because you're sort of uh, trailblazing. You're making your own. You're, exactly. you're creating your own path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and you're diving yeah. into the unknown. Like, man, you know this feels right. I'm just gonna keep going Bro, with it. But, but, but yeah. what's cool is that you're like, yeah, because you guys are like, 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> and subscribe. But you guys say. This is groovy techno. Yeah. So you've you've actually been able to put a label on it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. me, I'm still oh, okay. thinking You don't even know like what to call it. it like I'm leaning right. towards indie like do you have electronic But do you have a specific thing in your mind that's like this is the sound that I'm going for? Or do you kind of just like dabble with like a bunch of different other like genres and like cause you were saying that like this song sounds a lot different than like some of your other stuff and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, do you have like a definite, cause like what's so, dope about the I feel like techno thing? That's what's important, bro. Is that recently we yeah. literally kind of like found the formula. We're like, what is groovy techno? How do we make it with these past two tracks? We've been like experimenting in like, bro, this is groovy techno. It's almost like, like now we know how to do it and make it. And now do we can just kind of like similar sounds. Yeah. What do you mean? Similar sounds on each track. Yeah. Kind of what similar, do you mean? similar elements. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the bass we're, tone. we're trying to do that more and tone, more. Yeah. We've tone. late more, lately, like we've been doing that more and more trying yeah. to like really get the sound. So, like, so kind of yeah. what I've found you know I mean? is 
I have my bass tone. I have my drum tones. Okay. I have my guitar tones, and I have my voice. Yeah. There we go. And everything that kind of wraps around that are completely random synthesizer sounds. Okay. And so I want every song to have really random yeah. ar- arpeggiated sounds, pad yeah. sounds. Okay. I want those Sick. to be different every. Yeah, song. I feel like Sick. your voice is key the key part of this yeah since we don't really have voices yeah we have to sort of create that cohesiveness with the sounds that we're picking it's like with yeah. the sounds that we're picking having in like your voice the groove that we kind of like figured like out how to make the bass and the drums are yeah oh, they are, are yeah those like should lean towards more the of the consistent it's like, oh yeah it's exactly like, the like drum 85. sounding so that's what i was literally just telling ricky we need to yeah. like uh start using the same drum kits and stuff yeah. that way like our are just our songs just sound like yeah. Pretty much the same. You know what I mean? Because you guys Cohesive. have that oil como va or... Um, what about it? You have that little horn thing that kind of goes off as the main kind of riff. Oh, yeah. Like the lead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the trumpet. But then there's some other ones that... I don't think any of the other ones have that. No, so, that's like know. the most like kind of Latin. Yeah. That's like the only yeah. one that's really like that. Yeah. 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 That, that track turned out really dope. And I still would consider that... Maybe groovy techno. Yeah, I mean, it, just just because of the way the, the the bass is, and it's not super but present. It's in a little the mix, more like housey. But it's a little more housey at the same time. It's not. So it's I not like, like the definite. Where the the like the ones that we're working on right now, the ones that we can really say for sure, like yeah. we think are groovy techno. The stuff we have out right now isn't really like groovy techno yet per se, but like it's still kind of like you know, yeah. like we're just defining it more and more. Which is dope. Like, we actually, like, okay, this is what groovy techno is. And, like, now we can just get, like, real creative with it because we know, like, the elements that make it groovy techno. That's what I love about the beginning stages of releasing your first couple songs because you can hear. Yeah. I went back and I listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers' first album they came out with. And I was just like, you listen to those albums? First thing that came to my head is these guys are fucking idiots if they think they're going to make it. Really? I just thought it was so shitty. They oh, like just, when they first brought it out? They have their very first albums out on... Uh, yeah. I think they had like four or five albums before their hit album. Yeah. And I s- kind of skipped around, listened to some songs here and there from them. And I was just like, geez, this sounds like a bunch of nonsense. Really? This is so insane. And then wow. all of a sudden that album comes out. Everything's polished. Everything's chilled out. It's almost like... All right, fuck it. We're just going to make another album. And they got some really good producer, and it just turned into gold. Like, I feel like they were just so... Of course, I think the story of Scar Tissue... I haven't read the book yet, but from, from everybody I talked to, it was just like the most crazy band life that you could ever read. And they were just all... The first sentence is like, so I was uh, trying to buy cocaine from this guy, and we ended up getting guns pulled on us. <laughs> That's like how the book kind of starts on the first chapter. What is scar tissue? Like, scar tissue. Scar tissue is the autobiography uh, by the uh, Anthony Kiedis, who is the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. But apparently it's I think, like, I think, was it one of you guys that would tell me about it? Probably Max. Yeah, I think it was you that was telling me about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to start digging back and, and read. It's just so hard for me to sit down and actually read a book. But, yeah. Um, Apparently, yeah, one of my other friends, Riley, he was, uh, he might be on our next podcast, but um, he was like, I, I was walking around his room because we were getting ready to go uh, wakeboarding or something, and he was like, 
I was like, oh, you like that book? He goes, yeah, dude, I'm reading it again for the fourth time. Just like, Jesus. Damn. It's a fucking thick book, too. Wow. I was like, damn, how do you have that much time? <laughs> I guess some people are just fast readers, but yeah, that's sick. I'm a slow-ass reader, dude. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I hate reading. Yeah. But it's funny um, what you guys were Audible. saying, what you guys were talking about earlier whenever you were talking about, like, you know, this is Groovy Techno. Max has, like, a vision for the music that he makes, um, you know, whether that be electronic, you know, indie, whatever, rock. Um, you know, when I go in the studio, I have a specific sound for what Daddy Nat can do yeah. and what Daddy Nat is capable of, and that's all I think about it, bro. Like, I never think I'm about to make a certain style of a song. I just make a song. Yeah. But, I mean, it's all the same kind of style, like, but it's, but like, it's like not really, bro. I mean, I guess you probably haven't heard a lot of my older stuff. That okay, I'm about to release. Or oh, I, I remember. No, I remember you used to fuck around a little more like slower shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of my yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, yeah. those two pop for songs, sure, one sure. night yeah, yeah, and and yeah. Um, well, the ones you released you recently feel, have been pretty consistent. Are way more pop. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, you know what I mean. But but like you know, I'm about but no, to I do remember a lot of other shit, yeah. different stuff that's gonna come out. Okay, and you know, I think that just. Looking at that, I think it's interesting just kind of hear, you know, there is a formula to what I do, but I approach it like there isn't. You know what I mean? I approach it like, what sound do I hear that I like? No, yeah, for sure. And then I hear it and yeah, then I no, build something off of it, you know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah. at the same time, you know, we're, we're describing you, you know, our process, but everything is guided by feeling. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, there's, yeah. There's nothing, this feels right, let's word, go this way, you know, word, we know yeah. that... The, that the the best thing is to have an idea of I mean it's going. just like any artist you like you hear a track and you go oh shit that's probably like that's them and you, mean, you know what I mean it's just like that sound that they develop that they as soon as somebody hears a track they know who they're listening to you know what I mean yeah. word and that's all that's pretty much how like what we're saying, like I think we got, we're we're finally at yeah, and uh, and so we're 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 the whole reason the groupie techno came about was it was almost like this could be this is a gap you know that we could define in the music space and dance music space that nobody has really claimed that other artists are like scattered around sort of making tracks like this, mm -hmm. but. Us coining this is almost like a huge marketing strategy. Yeah. You know, right. And then, and so now the whole talk between me and Mal is like, okay, this is Groovy Techno. How do we make it? How do we mass produce this so that we're just banging out tracks? I feel you. Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. But regardless, well, I feel like particularly in your uh, line of work, that's just very important. I have a question for y'all. What would you, just a couple of artists off the top of my head that I really like? that I consider in the electronic music scene. What do y'all think of, so just tell, I'll name an artist and just tell me like what genre they fit in. So what do you think of uh, Marshmallow? Big Room, EDM, Pop. Uh, dubstep, honestly. Uh, dubstep. Not really. Not he, like the shit he releases. No, nah, he's more pop. Yeah. He's just pop. He's just EDM, pop. pop. EDM, yeah. EDM, yeah. And then, uh, what about Odessa? Odessa's, Odessa's like, a, like electronic yeah. type shit. They're dope. Um, there's I don't know, just there's, basic electronic. No, he's he's yeah. electronic. They're electronic. It's more like, like Odessa's like electronic kind of like, you know, like 
Yeah. yeah fucking, I feel good type electronic. But uh, there, there's. I would a, consider them like chill. Yeah, like chill electronic. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, for sure. They have awesome stuff, man. Dude, uh, they're they're not, fucking yeah, but, uh, they're electronic. They're yeah. electronic. I, I wouldn't put them in EDM. So what about Dead Mouse? Dead Mouse is like, actually it's like progressive. Uh, no, nah, but they're, they're, they're it's like progressive house. It's like it's actually jazz, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a term for what the the music. Uh, it's I forgot exactly. What, I consider what the him term was. strictly house. No, 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 no. no, no. He's not house. house. No, he's no, progressive no. house, if that. If, anything. If, if that, but no, he's, he's not really more, house. He's more like electro. Yeah, he's more like electro. Um, but there's a there's an actual term for it. But I forgot. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Super cool. You consider the M machine dubstep though? They're dubstep, melodic dubstep for sure. Yeah. Because to me, if it's going four on the floor beat, it's just any type of house. Like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like four on the floor is also techno. Four on the floor is also house. You know, four four on the floor is also big room house, and they're all super different. Yeah. yeah. That's true. See, I. I mean, it's all I house. Do want, I do want to learn, but more there's like subgenres of house. But, the just, but then there's actual house house music, which is different. Yeah, and actual house music is you know it's like super badass. Yeah, but almost it's, kind of like disco. It's almost disco. I mean, that's where house music came from. Yeah, it came from disco. Yeah, yeah. So it has that soul vibe, you know. The, yeah. Yeah. It's like staying alive. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You hear, you, you hear those like vocals with the. Yeah. Those like really old ones, the the, the chicks screaming and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> you should start singing on your next track. House music was born. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When those vocals come on. House. Do you believe in the house music? In the house. In the house music. And then it starts building up. Dude, like, and, then and, then, and then the chords come up like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like a what's that fucking starts with an S? Uh, yeah, you said you said he got booed off stage because he never played that song. Yeah, Darude. What was the song? Yeah, yeah. One time I read an article that Darude got booed on stage because he didn't play Sandstorm. <laughs> I mean, how are you gonna have a track like that play shows and then be like, and I'm not, not gonna play Sandstorm? He's an idiot. He's a retard. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. only reason people know you. I don't know what they're like. He so was when's thinking. this guy gonna play Sandstorm? Yeah, this is why I came. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna boo his ass, literally, because <laughs> he didn't give me what I wanted. That shit's funny. Yeah. It's like Fisher doesn't play. Uh, losing losing it. it. Like he's always gonna play it until that track fades away. Of course, dude. I mean, it's just he's like still got another year of losing it. I think before that track is, you know, old news. I mean, yeah. that track, yeah, and dude, when you hear that track live, bro, bro, it goes off. Dude, it goes <laughs> off, bro. There's it's about, bad. when Fisher plays this it. Year, there's about 12. Yeah, when Fisher plays it. When Fisher plays Losing It, it goes off. Yeah. It's But when bad. everybody else plays Losing It, it's just like, No, it's not as cool. Right. Of course not. Yeah. Dude, uh, this year, um, I was looking at the lineup at ACL. There's about 12 to 14 artists that I actually want to see this year. That's how it is every year for me. Really? Last How many year, artists? Last year, I I almost didn't go last year. I was like, you I, guys are going to ACL? Of course. I'm gonna try to go, dude. Dude, I've been going every single year since I. Moved I've gone to every Austin. single year mm-hmm. since I moved to Austin as well. Yeah, dude. 
Dude, I mean, it's that, just that one tradition. time I remember I saw y'all a couple years ago. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, last year, I almost didn't go last year, but I went on the last day. I saw a handful of artists, but I fucking saw Travis Scott. And that you was, saw Travis Scott? That was Bro, insane. literally, after I saw a documentary, I was like, I need to go to a Travis Scott. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Dude, I'm, do you I'm see that crowd? I... I was like, Those bro, crowds, bro, I, have, dude, I want to go experience that, bro. That looked insane. Yeah, they're yeah. dope. That looked wild. I'm glad, like, pretty much Travis Scott made up my whole experience. I almost threw away of keeping my trend going of going to ACL every year. Because I almost didn't go that year. I was like, all right, I'll go one day. And I saw that show. I was like, that was worth it for me. Damn. Yeah. Were you in there? Like, was it crazy? Yeah, it was fucking Like, was that, was that crowd was insane? Fucking nuts, yeah. Damn. I'm jealous. People don't give a shit in that crowd though. You get punched and shit. Yeah, for sure. But then apparently they pick you up. Dude, oh that 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 was that was the kid that got up on stage and started rapping that song. Oh well, like you remember that part of the documentary? Would you open up the window? That 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 part? No, it was uh, Goosebumps, I think. Because I remember this dude got kicked off, and then Travis Scott was like, "Nobody get kicked off of my shows." And then he brings it back. He brings them on stage. And then they're goes like, out in the crowd. And he goes out in the crowd. Oh, then, that's what happened. And then Travis that. Scott goes like, Yeah, jump, yeah, I saw. Jump motherfucker, he like jumps in the crowd. Dude, that clip gave and me. And then it just goes off. That, yeah, well, that's the clip you sent. Us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, when you see it, dude, on the Marcus, though, Marcus, yeah. hey, I tra- he, I, I'm pretty sure it was Travis Scott. Uh, he literally crowd surfed to the front. And then he goes, hey, oh, they were like kicking out Marcus or something, and he did the same thing, and then he went up on stage. Oh, I and, saw that, dude. Yeah, he went up on stage with that. him, and he was like up on stage. There's a video. I'll try to find it. Right I, now. Dude, that and is Travis crazy. Scott was like rapping, like pretty much the same shit. Like, and he was like at, like at the fucking top, dude. Yeah. It was crazy. I saw that. I saw that a video of Marcus. That That's was crazy. Sick. Yeah, he saw him somewhere around here. Dude, I want to go to a Travis Scott show, bro. We'll have to go, dude. That crazy. was great. Yeah. Great documentary, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that was an awesome documentary. I'm glad I watched that. It was super inspiring. And, like, especially when they show the clip of him, it's like... It's funny because there wasn't even a really, really too much of a theme to it. It was just showing his life and yeah. how fucking stoked he gets. Like, yeah. every time he makes a track, the house is blowing up. Every yeah. time he releases a track, plays at a show... Shows fucking blowing up, dude. Um, like, I, I it was it was super inspiring to see the, when he started in the beginning where he was playing for like fifteen people. Yeah, in that one little show, yeah. like dude. Yeah, I was dope. nobody, like nobody gets shortcuts, bro. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. You just you just go up. You just step go, at dude. A time. It was so dope to see that. Yeah. The clips of y'all last night is going to be on y'all's documentary. Yeah, fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we actually we had uh, Bryce there. He was recording. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, our bro Bryce was recording. He's a badass videographer, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. You know what he did? What? This is crazy. So they snuck into a Trey Songs, like to the Trey Songs concert backstage. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they lied about something. And they were able to get to in the backstage. They met the Trey Songs manager, mm-hmm. and then they got a connection with Trey Songs, and now Trey Songs, and now get, they got to fucking record Trey Songs on a video. Did I show it to y'all? Nah, dude. That's yeah, sick. they got to record Trey Songs, man. 
That's dumb. And now they have like this connect with uh, Trey Song's manager, and Trey Song's literally like, I don't know if they, I don't know if you followed him, or he just liked the video that they made of him. Wow. Yeah. So. That's dope. I was like, bro. Wait, what's the, that is Trey, so badass. Trey Song. Yeah, yeah. Trey Song's the, yeah. the artist. You know her Trey Song's, bro? Yeah, one I'm sure of you have, bro. You definitely heard his song. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you any of his songs, but yeah. Was it worth a Spotify? Spotify search. Um. Yeah, super wild, bro. Look, 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 look. Shout out Trey Songs' his team for letting us cover. All footage by C Shock TV. That's him. Oh, That's okay. Trey Songs and, and Bryce. Bryce took those videos. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, Damn. crazy, right? That's sick. No Super way. Crazy. He shot for Trey Songz. For all these people listening to us, Songz, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's wild. We're geeking out. How did you get that, dude? I just told you. You didn't listen to what I just Not said. Not here. It's all good. You don't have to say <laughs> That's fucking dope, though. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Crazy. What a. Uh, how quickly you can make a connection that's yeah, influential Yeah, and in your uh, life. literally made me think, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm always thinking of things in a spiritual sense as well. And, dude, the universe loves courage, man. Dude, this just, goes back to my argument about how it's so important to play live shows or, be, you, or, or even just be at a live show. Because when you connect with somebody mm-hmm. and you connect not only in person, but especially over social media. Fuck no, up. dude. Oh, now, for sure. Now, especially over social media. No, literally, literally, I felt like we made a much tighter bond with the people that have been just like our friend, our close friends, and even the DJs that were around that night. They all came up to us like, "Bro, y'all killed it, man! It was super badass." And you form a much tighter, for sure, like connection. Yeah, I mean, like, especially yeah. at like uh, the Native Hostel event, like, because yeah. we had gone to events and like seen them and shit and like met them, but like we were just like people there at the event. And that too. This that time, too, like, yeah. we were there as like, we we're the, all the DJs, so like, it was just lit. And then there was like a bar tab for all the DJs, Yeah. so like, we we're all just like getting free drinks, yeah. and like, yeah. we got fucking lit. Yeah. It, it was, was sick, fun, bro. bro. Native Hostel was fun as Dude, fuck. Native yeah. Hostel is yeah. super That night was, sick was as fuck, fucking bro. fun, yeah. bro. I was like high off that night for like two days. Just, like, That's sick. About it. It, was, like, it was a blast. It was a, it was a blast, blast, bro. Like, I, I, after our set, like the way we started was dope, because there was already people there, so we kind of like took the vibe like real chill, because they, they were just chilling, like listening to regular music. And then, uh, and then, but then by the end, like, literally everybody was dancing, so it was fucking dope. We like brought up the fucking energy and shit. Yeah. Do you guys uh, really got people? You guys take up. turns. Yeah. Yeah, kind of we just like songs. Yeah. Every couple songs. Yeah, we go like every uh, every two or three songs. Yeah. Dope. Switch. Yeah. Just whoever vibes out. Yeah, you know, we're, we're both a part of it though. Like, just one of us is mixing yeah. at a time. Like, uh, I'd be. Picking a song and I'll be like, "You sure about that one?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure." <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pretty much how it goes the whole time. That's yeah. yeah. Literally last night like, we're like, "Fuck!" Like, we want to play a dope ass set since we're gonna be there, like all our friends and shit. Yeah. But we didn't have anything planned, like. And then Ricky downloaded all this new music stuff that I didn't even this new music that I didn't even know, like. So we just fucking winged it and it fucking turned out dope. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. a sick ass set. It was awesome, bro. It was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah dude, that's that's fun. It was yeah. fucking fun, bro. 
Nah, yeah, yeah. We we threw it down. Like, I mean, some of those tracks I was hearing them for like the first time because we <laughs> like had downloaded them. <laughs> yeah. I was are, y'all, like, are y'all playing in California next week? Uh, I might play JC's. Uh, I'll hit him up this weekend. Dude, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the eleventh, he's probably gonna have like a party or something. Are, you, are y'all? He was your saying controller? that. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that he wanted to go to San Diego or something for his birthday. So it just depends. I'm gonna ask him though. See what the plan is. I don't yeah. just want to bring it and not use it. Yeah. So yeah. But I'm gonna ask him, and if he's down to have a party, he he already said it. Like, uh, we have a group chat with all with our friends, and oh he's yeah, like, and he's trying to get more people to come. And it's like Ricky's throwing a techno party at the crib, so y'all come. So hell yeah, you know, that'd be dope. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun, dude. You guys are gonna have a blast. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about what we're gonna do. You guys are gonna blast. Yeah, Max is worried, yeah. bro. I'm not because worried. Sometimes when I go to, sometimes when I'm going to lay, I'm like, I was really telling JC, I was like, dude, I'm just gonna go to your crib. Like last time I went, I'm just gonna go, bro. It's like I'm just going over your house, you know. Like, don't worry about us doing anything, dude. I go every every day. It was something, dude. Like we went like <laughs> fucking having a blast somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They just have a blast. They just always have fun. That's uh, awesome. Recording either either help them like record videos or going out at night. They have like they get access to super dope spots because of their Word. their influence, you know. Yeah. So Damn. bars invite them out, you know, with tables and bottles. It's that's fucking nuts. It's super badass, yeah. Yeah, Ross is uh, talking about. He has some speakers they rented. Me and him are getting an Airbnb. No. Got an Airbnb, actually. We got one. And no ho. No ho. But, uh, yeah, we're bringing some speakers. We're going to have a straight no up ho. little no studio for four days. Little stoop. That's cool. Going to cook, some, some, cook up some stuff. You guys going to have time to like make music and shit? Like, you don't think we are? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. Bro, you tell me. All right. I, this I, this I, is exactly I, why... I. I'm not worried about what we're going to do. I'm just wondering what the fuck's going to happen. Like, because my whole thing is like, Ross you know, I want to go like, I want to, I want to connect with other artists and like make music while I'm in LA. Like, I don't, I don't get to go to LA very often. Yeah. So I'm definitely no, not cool. going to limit myself in any way. So you go, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're going to take dope. all your gear. Yep. How I mean, that's dope. That? You're going to go and just do your own thing, man. Yeah. With he rented suitcase. speakers for the. The Airbnb. Oh, you rented speakers. So like straight. You got up everything, bro. The oh, but they, so you have equipment. Audio over there. interface, a laptop, speakers, microphone. You're bringing all that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling I might be the middleman of both parties. Yeah. Or else I'll be working. He'll keep working. I'll jump over. I mean, you might get some FOMO. Well, these guys are gonna be doing yeah. shit. You're gonna be like, well, fuck. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna come. You're gonna come over here, bro. I mean, I just, you feel like that's just, it's going to be four days of nonstop doing stuff. Yeah, we'll see, honestly. Because I, I hit up a couple artists who I want to work with who are there who want to record, so. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm super excited about the trip either way. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it'll be, you know, it's a vacation, so. Yeah, my I vacation. Mean, when I think about to, that, it's it's coming to. You think about going to Malibu or something like going yeah. to some some fun shit, man. Yeah. Like outside for sure. That that Cali sun is gorgeous, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna be doing like, from man, uh, wow. you know, ten o'clock to four a.m.? I'm gonna be making music, bro. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Dang that. We might might join you. 
That's right, bro. I'm just saying. I'd like, I want that opportunity to be there. I want a whole little setup when I go to my house, even if it's for 30 minutes and I make something before we go out. Like, need to catch the vibes. That's out what I want, bro. I like. I want. Write. It doesn't take long. When I'm inspired, it doesn't take fucking any time for me to write something amazing. So, I'm curious, Ross. Do you buy beats in the rap room? Nah, never. No. Oh shit. So, how do you get inspired with? Uh, your vocals when um, like dude I just want to rap like I just I feel like spin some shit uh, I, don't have I usually out. make a beat you know I usually start with um, either like a riff that I play on the guitar or the piano I'll try different synths I'll try different chord progressions you'll get like an 808 or something like if I really just want to rap then yeah but I mean most of the time I'm trying to do stuff with melodies you know what I mean uh, okay. so I mean, for for my music, personally, I, I like to just wait till I hear that sound that, like, makes me excited. And then I just build around that sound and I build out, you know, sort of like a, a like, just, just like a verse, maybe. Maybe it's a chorus, we'll find out. But just, like, one thing. And then I come up with, like, ten different melodies just freestyling over with my vocals. And then I build around my vocals. So like the whole songs of mine are basically just driven by my melodies and my vocals. And that's how I, you know, I pick the stuff that I like the most okay. and I basically like shape a song. That sounds it. dope. It sounds like you're like vibing out, feeling it out. Yeah. Finding it out. Like I make, I could like make, yeah. I could make something very simple in like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? But that could be the basis of do you feel or one night yeah you know what i mean yeah, like no, for sure either of those songs dude that's what's i was actually listening to your tracks the other day and i was thinking how cool it was like you've really kind of developed a style with just those two songs yeah and i started thinking about taylor swift and she has just built her whole career off a certain style of melodical writing yeah, and I was just like, "Damn, you!" It, like I could, I can see it. I yeah, can, I can see like, like you, you have your set, fucking melodical ways. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm just saying, it's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. I mean, but nah, that's uh, that's kind of how I write songs. You know, I just, I, I really try to put zero thought into it and just let whatever comes out comes out. And, uh, you know, it's, to me, that's how magic happens, you know what I mean? Personally. And, and then I hire somebody like Brian to help me reel that in yeah. after I've built it out enough, you know what I mean? I guess almost yeah. vaguely what I was talking about is, it seems like Taylor Swift pretty much, she developed the sound so she can practically, if she wanted to, she could almost use the same melodies that she's written in old songs. Yeah. And she kind of does that, but she'll still twist it in a whole new way. And I feel like you can start doing that with these songs. Yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, I'm I'm just going to make whatever music I make. And, and some of it's going to be Do You Feel in One Night. And a lot of it's not. And I think it's... What uh, I, what I want to do, if you're down and we're working on music in California, I wanted to... If you have auto-tune, I wanted to fuck with some melodical writing. Like yeah. Travis Scott style. Oh, just a couple, just a couple of fucking really hard hitting songs. And that'd be interesting. Just, just for fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
But yeah, dude, it, I'm down on that. Yeah. We just, <laughs> that would make <laughs> fun as shit. Just get really fucking hard hitting. Yeah, kind dude. Of reference off that energy. Yeah, man. Nah. Because I'm um, hyped on that right now. Yeah, I'm excited about LA, dude. But the uh, since the last podcast, like I, I feel like a lot of shit has happened for Daddy Nat, which has been good. Um, I got a. I released a song. Do you feel? I guess was it? Yeah, last Friday. And, it was only a week uh, ago. It was only a week ago. I really? released it on Loom way earlier, but I released it on it only a week Spotify ago. a week ago. Oh, okay. Um. And then like. Uh, I, I finally came to the end of that campaign for playlist push. Um, and that's been crazy because it's gotten me like, as of now, about 1500 to 2000 plays a day on Spotify for one night, which is, uh, pretty insane in my opinion. You know, that is pretty fucking crazy. It's on a good bro. playlist, and it's it's. We should go celebrate, bro. Every day. Wait, yeah, how dude, many? Uh, about fifteen hundred a day. Oh, so today? Uh, yeah, today or yesterday. How much total? Uh, eleven or thirteen thousand three hundred fifty. Damn. That's wild, bro. It hasn't even been that long. Dude. I know, dude. I'm pretty stoked. I I feel like this and will so, give me like a good. I mean, that's the basis. power of a fucking good song. Like yeah, exactly. It's a great song. And you keep pushing it with playlist push and all that. Yeah, dude, that's what's up. Um, so I feel pretty, you know, happy with those those results. Um, I'm going to definitely use them again in the future. I'm probably gonna use them for Do You Feel. But yeah, man, that that was really cool. We shot a music video in our hometown. That was fucking fun. Yeah. Shout out Ricky for letting us use Hell your yeah. camera. Uh, I'm glad it came out well. What happened to Max's camera? The what? What happened to your camera? His just takes way better video. Really? Yeah. They're different? Dude, oh, they all have the same like the, It's weird because taking photos on them are pretty similar, but the video is like nine day difference. Damn. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know why. Dude. The, the sensor in your camera. I've, just, seen, hmm. I've seen videos taken on iPhone, bro, that look incredible. Um, it's probably from that Google Pixel. No, dude, you can do it from the iPhone 10, man. And I think look, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about to get a Google. They Pixel, look really bro. fucking good, bro. Especially if you have the the. the uh, maybe the, the iPhone 10. Yeah. You have the gimbal. You use a gimbal with the iPhone. You can yeah. take incredible, and you can use like an like a, um, like an external light source, right? Like an LED ring or oh, something yeah. that you clip on here. Oh yeah. You can get incredible shots, man. Yeah, yeah dude, they look good. They look really good. And then you slow mo because you can also do sixty frames per second on this thing, so you yeah. can, you can slow it down. Damn, and make it look super sick. Yeah, man, that's epic. Yeah. Sixty frames, skis. Yeah, the ten. God, sorry, I'm still on the seven. Damn, I'm on that eight. The eight. I think mine's got the eight too. I think the new Pixel is about to come out, and I was just gonna get that because I still got like. A little bit to go on this one. My brother has the old Pixel, and I've never seen better photos on a phone. Dude, the Pixel looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen, That's I've the seen, whole reason I'm getting it. Is I've just seen, strictly because the camera's better. I've seen the the Pixel. but You could take pictures at night. No way. Yeah. Dude, um... Like... But I'm pretty sure the iPhone... The new iPhone, you know, is pretty legit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure the, I mean, whatever you go with, yeah. looks good. I mean, nowadays, what's 
There's not bad. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. There's only good now. Yeah. But, um. Well, uh. Dope. I guess that's pretty interesting. So Ross has three songs. Yeah. How's, how's 19? <laughs> how's that doing? Uh, 19. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how 19's doing. The very first. 19 the is 3,320 streams. Not bad. Not horrible. That's not bad at all. Bro. I have one song out. I just hit two hundred. <laughs> nice moves, dude. You know we be getting some follows on Loom here and there. Yeah, but, bro. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I think the be- the best thing we could do for Loom is to just make those weekly. Wait, mixes. how many followers do you have on Loom? Twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. about the same on Loom. And I think my new track. It's my, cool that like people cool. just naturally go in and and yeah. you know follow. See, we you got thirty seven yeah. plays on Kingdom. 21 plays on that mix. That's not bad for 29 fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, dude. That's a good start. That's honestly that, that not I'm bad. literally sitting right where you yeah, are. You have 17 plays. Um, That's pretty man, fucking cool. But, so I guess my plan... The uh, thing is, here's the thing. Sorry. What? Yeah, but no, go for it. Here's the thing about Loom. You know, here, here's, hear it. here's Spotify... Um, you know, I've been starting to use SoundCloud a lot more because it's it streamlines. Yeah, SoundCloud's I, I, I can, great. I can follow labels a lot better, and it's just a lot better for finding the music that I'm looking for. Gotcha. Spotify is great because it's an incredible and Spotify is a great streaming platform, just like Apple Music is, because you can find any artist on there. It's gonna be quality music. You can save it. They create playlists for you. I'm just wondering. Think about Loom. Is will it become a platform like that where you and Pandora can, makes really good playlists for you? Does it really? Okay, I yeah. See, I don't, I don't even playlist. think about Pandora, but I'm just thinking about Loom. Dude, how I mean, is it? Maybe because you know? it's integrated. It's 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 a social it's a social network, right? Right. So, but it's only gonna work if people are going there as their primary source of listening to music. It's only gonna work that way. It's not gonna oh. work. It's not gonna work if you just go and check it. Really quick, one thing I noticed about Loom, I made a few random posts on there. How do you go look at your old posts? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like but, once I post something, I can see results from it, but then it's gone. And I, I can't really Your profile? Well, maybe not, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Music that's the only activity? thing that's like Oh there we go. Like that. Go to activity. Yeah, you go to activity. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, activity, and then what's what's the next one? Media. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Interesting. Um, But yeah, that's the only concern I have about Loom is that will it become a platform where? Oh. I don't know, man. Let me open up Loom. Go to my playlist. So they launched in July, bro. You know how long it took Spotify to become a, a a perfected app. No. You know how long it took Facebook Definitely. to become a That is all but, I'm but saying. But it's the business model. That is all I'm saying. The business model will never work if people don't go to Loom as their primary listening source. You sure. know what could be yeah. cool? Uh, or Loom. just as their primary. No, it doesn't have to be their primary listening source. It could be something that is more catered around live streaming, dude. It could be more something that's catered around like it has something be, unique, bro. It could be something that you. There we go. Be, it could be a great. 
It could be like another version of Twitter that people just end up adapting to. I know it doesn't seem like that right now, but I think, you know, the platform has the ability to evolve. I agree with you. See, I'm thinking, there's some there's some sorry. differences in in what their their platform is right now like you know live underground music and yeah. having people who come and listen to that is there a market for that given that there's no filters for some of the music that comes in right there's any quality of music can be thrown in there are people really going to sift through that music i don't know but i don't think soundcloud was soundcloud when it first started off and we're 10 years later and it still goes in and out of influence over like the last five years yeah and and it, all i'm saying is is like yeah i'm just saying my bet. I'm de- yeah, no, no. I definitely think it's worth a bet. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm just stating the, the concerns I have for it. You know, what is, what's I, it gonna be of Loom when you got this monster of Spotify right there where, it's, dude, it pretty much picks what I what I'm you, thinking you know? of Loom is, for me personally, I want to get a band together very soon. And I have an account on this thing called bandmix.com. And that's how I'm in that country band now. I, uh, he needed a bass player and I asked him to play bass with me. So I was, I'm, I'm going to use that, but I was thinking maybe it would be a cool thing for Loom because SoundCloud, you can leave comments, but mainly it's like, here's all my music. So SoundCloud is kind of what Loom is right now. But if Loom can be more, I think it is, feel like it is trying to lean more towards the Instagram thing, but it also, what I think would probably be the sickest thing that Loom could do is a fucking state by state or city by city category list where everybody, so like we all live in Austin. You can fucking just scroll through everybody that has an account. I think that's, I, I think that is actually a really good point because what is Loom trying to do, right? Because, for example, you're right. SoundCloud is saying, okay, yeah, you can post comments, right? But the platform isn't streamlining you commenting or it's not streamlining even the app. You, I don't think you can even comment on the app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so th- the app is made streamlining for – it's streamlining streaming. Right. So Loom is streamlining, you know, media content, comments, yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. And so – I think if it wants to connect underground music artists, it I think that's a good city idea. City by city. City by city so you can collaborate with those artists. I think that's a good idea, actually, yeah. what you're saying. Because I don't think I don't think it's gonna work any other way if it's gonna be you can't do both. Because oh I don't would know, even I don't be sicker. Because be. it's too complicated. Yeah. Unless it's literally two loom apps. Loom streaming, Loom social media. What would even right? be sicker And is then they link together somehow when somebody posts a new, something new and it'll take to the new app or something like that. Well, maybe it could do this. I don't know. What, would, what, I don't I, know. what, what just popped in my head is what would be sicker is like, like when I used to use Tinder, you used to go to different cities and there would be girls around your area. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put that thing yeah. in there and it's like, Oh, artists around your area, and you could click on them. And, yeah. Oh, this guy makes electronic. There, I actually I just saw this. I think that app. would be. I think that, that would be, be fucking. I think sick. that would be sick for Loom because it's, it's yeah. it's it's the underground music. Because they tried to do. I, I actually did get an app where you were swiping on music. No, I know. Yeah. I know. It's and all, I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, this is just weird. This is too much like Tinder. And it's oh just, no, I saw. It, an app, or it wasn't weird. I saw an app and it gave you music 
like around you and like if you posted your music and people around you like liked it it would spread your reach more really yeah it was interesting i forgot what it was called though all i have to say is that loom is working right now and that there are yeah thousands of users who are all stoked about finding other people's like new like, music and shit yeah. yeah just underground music yeah is that sustainable are most of them artists these are all questions that we don't have the answers yeah, to. Yeah, so but it's cool to have them uh, pursuing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the people on on Loom right now are they mainly just a bunch of artists? Because you just have to have you have to have listeners on there. No, there's a ton. No, of there's a ton of followers. Oh, really? Yeah. For sure. Okay. The show. Yeah. Sorry, bro. You guys yeah. got anything else to do? All right, no, I'm going to talk more shit about Loom. Yeah, we're just yeah. going to talk shit. Yeah. Just continue to do it, bro. <laughs> it, it's just like, it's just so funny because you guys talk about fuck haters and you're being haters. No, I'm no, really not being a hater. Not, he's just, I'm really not I think being he's just hater. talking about like, no, I don't think he's hating. We're not, nobody's hating on it. Is that, is that really what your, what you is that really what your filter? The pot, the pot is fucking. Is that really what your filter is right now? That we're This guy's hating. a hater? Dude, that's. It, I just hating? say I just don't know why you guys. This are. is a, this is this is literally no, no, me thinking about how like what the app is trying to do. Right, yeah, but I'm just saying like if like, somebody was just listening to us right now, they didn't have any context for that. I, but I said I said you. I th- I literally said I think Luma has a lot of potential, but I'm confused as far as what they're trying to do. That's are like tr- saying I think he's a really nice guy, but he I fucked guess. my wife and he's an actually I little mean, bitch. I guess, bro. I don't know. I think man. you're being. I, th- I think you're just being kind of cynical, honestly. I, like, I'm just uh, giving my perspective about like oh, the future yeah. of the app. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think not I think like, hating like, on what it's doing. I'm always saying like, are they taking in too much? Are they or are they trying to become a social media platform? Word. Is this going to be two apps where one's going to be a str- like a streaming platform and then another one's going to be the the social media aspect of it? Because I don't know if you can have both things on a single platform. It's just too much. It's too much. It's confusing. Not really. You have your fucking section where you listen to their music, and then you swipe over to the other side of that person where you can see their posts. I don't know. I just think, like, you know, other social media platforms weren't social media platforms that were popular you know, I don't like. I the I'm idea. not saying it's not gonna work, bro. I don't like the idea work. of it being the new Instagram, but there's music. It's strictly music <laughs> yeah. involved. Yeah, it revolves around music. It's like that's what the I like musicians' too, Instagram. Yeah, which I think is dope. But, uh, but see, then, then that goes was, back to it being like for musicians. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, in a way. No, they definitely have problems. Like, there are probably more artists on there than there are fans. Yeah. They, you know, right now, again, I said something about the filter of, like, music that goes on there. Like, you can post anything. anything yeah. That means also you could have artists who are not saying who they say they are, adding themselves to there, and then gaining a bunch of followers. Like, I could say I was Lil Wayne, because Lil Wayne has no idea about this app. And you could build on There's no way to verify... Oh yeah, that's actually Little Wayne. So it's like these are things that I think you know they are gonna they're problems that yeah. they're encountering. Uh, also, I think you know Max had mentioned earlier like I don't know where any of my posts go. They kind of just like like do I just scroll down all the way? Like I don't know where they yeah. go either. Well, you Ricky yeah. just found out where they. What you yeah. find where your posts are? There's a little th- weird thing, and you click activity, 
and then you can find all your old posts. Activity? Just look <laughs> for activity. Um, but but I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. Like it's, uh, I mean, I think, I think it's a dope app. No, it's, yeah, it's dope. I mean, it's I'm a very saying, early app. It's not, it's not I'm actually. I'm just saying like, what is, what's going to happen with it? Yeah. And dude, this could take over SoundCloud, honestly. Like it could. Yeah. Because this could be the new SoundCloud, honestly. That, SoundCloud's like done some very interesting like things to diversify themselves though. With like the, like artists have to pay for it and listeners have to pay for it now if they don't want ads. Like stuff like that, you know what I mean? What Loom needs to do, tell them Max. On top, like, other than what SoundCloud is doing, maybe okay, okay, maybe I haven't dug into SoundCloud to see if they do this already, but maybe Loom could dig into more. We were talking about subgenres earlier. Maybe if there was a very specific, like what people posts post what their genre is like. Mine is like, mine is literally every time I post anything or do any kind of like figuring out what my genre is, it's always electronic, indie, indie rock, indie pop. Uh, yeah. And it's like kind of those three or four things. So it's like maybe you could combine all those and you see, you can click on all those and you see what else, what other people have clicked on those same genres to define theirs. And then from there you can find your little somewhat sub genre. Oh, your niche order. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think and they you can do have to, strictly for listening. Well, right now they're just kind of limited in the genres. They don't like. I think Ricky has said this a couple of times. They don't have techno on there. True. Which yeah. is, you know, lame. What do they have? Just dance EDM. Probably EDM, something like that. It's, it's pretty big. All the basic genres, which. They have, in my opinion, they have like pop, hip yeah, hop, rock, dance in EDM is one, house, acoustic, classical, country, folk, future bass, hip hop, indie, jazz, pop, R&B, soul, which is one, rock and trap. Yeah, so they yeah. need like a I couple mean, more. They, I mean, that's good to start. Yeah, I feel like that's good. For now. They're also not on Androids, so that's like a big. So maybe y'all should dig thing. around on just the house genre. Yeah, house. I mean, we've definitely fit in your house. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Um, you know. That house is good old Loom. I went to their networking event last week, which was dope. How was that? Uh, or sorry, not networking event. It was their launch party. It was cool. A few groups played. Um, this this last girl, I think her name was Millette. Or M E L A T. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, but she played and uh, she had just gotten in a car accident like the day before. She's the lead singer and had like a full band behind her. And her fucking arm was broke and she was in a cast, uh, like I a saw brand that new cast. Story. And she was like singing and she was amazing, bro. She was like belting it, just playing like, you know. Not necessarily my favorite type of music, but it was really good, like what she was doing. She was like laying down like like good vocals. The drummer and the guitarist and the keyboarder were just amazing. And they had a, a laptop as well that I think were go was going through, probably through Ableton, that they were playing along with the tracks. So anyway, it was, uh, it was a very professional, very good set. Um, I met a bunch of people there. I met like three or four people who I'm actually gonna try to one of them I'll try to record with. 
in the next couple of weeks and another one that I'm trying to hang out with this weekend. But, uh, you know, they had a bunch of people there, bro. They probably had like 150 people at Empire, maybe to 200. Uh, That's crazy. On a Wednesday night. Yeah, dude, it was good. Uh, it's yeah. dope. I got drunk. The and I got home at min by midnight, so it wasn't so bad. I wanted the damn segue the convo into kind of what you got, plans. dude. What you got? Well, lay it out for us, bro. So I guess what I was gonna say from for me. Uh huh. Tell us about it. I'm gonna say my plan, and then I'm gonna ask you some questions for daddy and I stuff, but. <laughs> So I have, a, I have one single out, I have another one coming out, and then after that, I I thought it was going to take to like, because you were telling me, you were like, you think you get an album done by like November, December? So I ended up like cutting half my songs out after that talk that we had. Yeah. And yeah. I have one more song to mix. Fuck yeah. And I'll have, I'm going to do an intro song. And, the, and all together, I think it's about six songs. Shit. So I'm just going to do an EP. Yeah. So that's a I feel like it, I, I feel like an EP. I mean, that's almost classifies as an album. So I, like, I, looked, uh, I looked this up last time. <laughs> an album is, if it's less than 30 minutes, it's considered an EP. Okay. So it might It doesn't just, matter how many tracks there are, but as long as it's like right. just the length of time. Interesting. Dude, <laughs> I, I was walking around the record store the other day. There's this sludge metal band and it said side a b and c were one song the song's a fucking hour long it's called dope smoker oh i know what you're uh, talking about uh, sleep sleep is amazing and, and then dope. and then side d is like four tracks <laughs> it's so fucking weird but so yeah an album so that's an album. Then. If it's if it's thirty <laughs> one minutes, if it's thirty one minutes, it's uh it's considered an album. I think I'll be able to come if I add all my songs up together. I think I might be able to get to 30, 31 minutes. Yeah. So we'll, well, I don't know what it will be classified as, but but yeah. So I'm stoked about that. After the single, I have one more song. Uh, I'm gonna go back and work on some of the vocals and stuff, but. That'll be my last song, and then I'll have an EP ready. And there's, so besides the two singles, there's one, two, three, four, four other tracks that are that haven't been heard, and I'll just release all them with this. Fuck but, yeah, that's cool, bro. But so, what I was gonna ask, um, what you got for me, bro? Well, from then I'm planning on really fucking trying to push that shit. Yeah, I feel like some. I've been trying to figure out where some of your traction has been coming from. So yeah, so I'd say playlist push is pro. If you want Spotify plays, it depends what you want. Figure out what you want first. Um, But like, if you're looking for Spotify exposure on Spotify and having your song go up, I would say playlist push has probably been the most effective one that I've used thus far. I was just telling you about that's the one that's getting me a lot of these plays that I've gotten yeah. on Spotify um, for one night. But uh, and that one's kind of expensive. You know, that one's like probably like 200 been, to I 400 was, bucks. I, or you I, could spend a lot more than that too. Yeah. But. I was thinking about, I was like, man, obviously it feels good to get a lot of Spotify plays. But I'm like, that's definitely probably not the most important thing. 
I'm, I'm it's not the to, most important thing. I'm trying to think of some other ways I could go. I, I think I'm going to make, I guess, KUTX, the radio station, uh, they accept like CDs. So if I put all these songs on a CD, yeah, like a burn Dude. CD and run over there and give it to them in person. Dude, so um, remember I was talking about Hyped It earlier? Mm-hmm. In the Hi- hyped It? Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, the, th- there was a podcast um, by this guy, Data Transmission, who interviewed the CEO of Hyped It. And uh, pretty much what Hyped It is is an online tool that helps you helps artists create download gates for any, any tracks that they release for free download. So if uh, you put a track up on SoundCloud or anywhere for, as a free download, you can create a download gate where before they can get the track, they have to give you an email address and they have to go and live and comment your track on SoundCloud and they have to go follow you on Spotify. You can literally do all these things streamline through this platform. And um, pretty much what the CEO was saying is that the, the business model for up and coming artists is very different than the business model of already established artists. Yeah. Because established artists are, already have an audience and their business model is to monetize that audience. But as an up-and-coming artist, you don't have an audience. You have to build it, right? right? And so you have to find the people that are going to be most engaged with your music so they can become a fan. And that's where the 1,000 true fan um, idea comes in. So how do you do that, right? If somebody's super stoked on your track, you want that person near you. You want to like form that relationship. You don't want them to be a casual listener to just find you on spotify yeah you know and let it happen you know naturally you want to like heavily invest in that relationship and so this is what this is what the guy was saying you put some tracks as a free download you get their email through soundcloud you make them repost it and like your track on soundcloud and that way you they are sharing your track and you you grow more you know what I'm saying? So instead of going this for app st- uses mm-hmm. SoundCloud as yeah. Instead yeah. of going for instead of going for streams, right? You're going to building an audience. But are those people yeah. really? Are- yeah, because they're downloading your track because they like it. Yeah. So what if they don't download it? Then then, then you don't get shit. They're, they're pretty much like the, the guy was pretty much saying, like you're selling your tracks for. Their email yeah. or their or their yeah instead like of instead repost, of instead you know of selling I mean? it to them right you're exchanging it for an email and uh, repost you can literally do all these things yeah. a repost on SoundCloud and oh so they'll give you like an email list of people that no might but like who downloads no. music no 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 well DJs do yeah okay. well a lot of these but for example you don't have to get the for example you give them a track but you can also do other things like. You give uh, an exclusive video of something, like you can do. You can do whatever, yeah. you know. But for, in our case, it'd be like a free track. But regardless, though, a lot of people still download a lot of music. There's still a lot yeah. of people out there that people download. People still download music. Yeah, there's a lot of people that download music. I think you still download a lot of music, right? I just fucking cop it from YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. But well, there you go. You still download it. But what I was gonna say was. Uh, I feel like with my genre, it's I've been thinking more and more about like 
how I could build an audience. And I was like, man, I feel like a live audience is really crucial for my kind of music. I mean, like, for both, for I us too, band. yeah. But that's pro- the, I mean, the first thing that keeps popping in my mind is, and it's always been a dream of mine too, is to find an artwork and fucking get some vinyls printed out and just sell vinyls at every show. Yeah, that, that's, that's super dope, for sure. No, I'm just saying like as far as like an internet strategy, I think yeah. this is probably the best thing to do to really get a fan to really subscribe to you. Yeah. Because they if they really they're super stoked on your track, they're gonna and they're not gonna have to pay for it and they wanna download it, they're gonna click that repost on SoundCloud so they can get that track for free. Yeah. And that and that's how you know now you have their email address and now you can start marketing to them literally directly. Yeah. 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 And that dude, you start curating that relationship, you do that with a thousand people, bro, you're set. Yeah. Those like it's a thousand true fans. If if a thousand true fans invest a hundred dollars on you in a year, one person, I mean that's nothing, right? Yeah. You're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So fucking fifty thousand dollars a year would still be nice for me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so just fifty dollars. Five hundred true fans. Yeah. So how about we cut it to five hundred? No, even four hundred be okay. Yeah, you know, I'm cool with four hundred. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take four. Thir- I'll take three hundred eighty. Three hundred eighty is cool. That's what's yeah. So yeah, is uh, I, I just sorry guys, I need two twenty five. <laughs> I mean, uh, a big thing that he was saying was that uh. Like Instagram, all these social media platforms, like, like having with MySpace, like yeah, they're not indicative of off. true fans. You're, you yeah. know, no, it's like you're just borrowing that space. You know what I mean? If it just disappears, like, you're just gonna lose all those fucking people. No, that's true. But if if you're getting their emails, like emails, like, pretty much gonna be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless the internet fails, and p- people open emails. Like I open emails. I, still, still with emails. Ever since, it's like, I think ever since smartphones came back. Yeah, I think email has come, came back a lot more because I oh, actually yeah. actively check my email a lot more than yeah. before when I didn't have a smartphone. I, th- I feel like checking your email is just becoming an adult. Like, that's always yeah. just been a very important yeah. thing to do. People yeah. check their emails. Check yeah, I mean, emails. Email. Yeah, I mean, you get some good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get good stuff on my email. The yeah. only thing I was thinking about so it's like once you get their emails, like maybe what are some things you could do is like. Dude, that's up to your like creativity right there, man. So like, oh, you send them like exclusive videos, like, yeah, hey, funnels. thank you so much for joining my. You send them other tracks that if they might want to download. That dude, that's literally what happened to me. I downloaded this one dude's track, and it was through a download gate, also through Hyped It's download gate, and he, okay, I want to download it, so I have to literally like post a comment, right? I have to, I have to like it, and I have to follow him on SoundCloud. Yeah, and then I think and then I think the next download gate was also uh, follow him on Spotify, and then I got the tracks into my email, or I downloaded, but I gave my email, and then literally on my email, I don't know if you saw that, it's like, hey, you might also like this track by this same artist, right? And I yeah. go and check it out on SoundCloud, it's fucking dope, do the same thing. So now he now he's got our email address, and he's sending us tracks, but they're dope tracks, right? Yeah. So now you start becoming now I have his name in my head, Eric Hagleton. I know who he is. Yeah. It's crazy. He has dope music. That's sick. Yeah. Literally worked on me. I do yeah. still feel like that's like DJ world though. It could it be. It might be a little more. It might be a maybe. little more, but I think it's definitely something to consider, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the email I, list is definitely good, bro, because like yeah. 
as you're growing your social media, I might do you that wanna, for like my side B album stuff. Like try to but try to get an email list, bro, and like you, you say you're playing somewhere, you send your fucking send True, out an yeah. e- you know the tour email, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just direct I get advertisement. Tons of tour emails all the yeah, time. exactly. Like it's just direct advertisement. You have that you. It's your list. You're not like they're not like your followers on a, a platform or something like that. You have a list of emails that you have and it's yours and you can just use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So definitely email is like the the, the guy yeah, was saying email like is very important. email people sleep on emails like and it's like super important because like the Instagram could just like shut off for whatever reason and like now you're fucked. Yeah, and you're the, and, and the the one the one thing that's special about getting an email is that this person literally gave you something. You know, they're yeah. giving you their email address. Yeah. Because and they're not just giving you their email address; they're literally giving you their email address in exchange for something that they want, which is the track. Yeah. So, th- dude, that literally tells you that they have actually listened to the track. They didn't just casually listen to it on a Spotify playlist. They it didn't just come across them on on, on a YouTube video, and yeah. th- when they weren't really paying much attention, they were literally sitting on SoundCloud. They heard it. They saw the free download button. And they clicked it. Yeah. You know that for a fact. Yeah. That is a relationship that you want to curate. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's special about this. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Or you just put out cool shit and they continue to come to you because they put out cool shit. Exactly. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Watch this, the YouTube. And then, and but then, both, and both then of those, put, but it's all, it's all cool good. Not nah, So I'd never used Hyped It, but I use other platforms like it in the past. Like, I can't remember, something follow or something like that. But anyway, I, uh, it's pretty useful. You do get some, some good emails. I mean, it's all about what you use those emails for and building kind of out like a mailing list. Uh, but that stuff's, f- I mean, it's very effective. I agree with you guys for sure on that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, just what I was saying. It's, it's just, just another strategy. Just another strategy. And it's, it's, it's special because you know the person didn't just casually listen to it. They or they like it, it. And like they, they want to download it, and they want to download it. Yeah, it might, it might be a little more for the DJ world because there's like a lot of more tracks being downloaded, played out, Word. stuff like that. But I still think it could apply. No, I mean I've, I'm sure yeah. I've, I've had a number of downloads on you know songs I've le- released on uh, SoundCloud. So yeah. so instead of just having the it'd be cool to have button, like exactly it could be cool to have like they download it exactly but they just give you their email yeah and they'll do that you yeah. know yeah no I agree. Yeah. Cool. You think it would be lame if you were playing a live show and you had vinyls or T-shirts or something for sale, no. and you told them they could get a discount if they wrote their, down their email address? No, no. Oh, everybody would do it. Yeah, everybody would do it. That could be pretty cool. Because then you could just email them your next show. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But I mean, a lot cool. of people do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna lean towards the trying to get a band together after I put out this album. Dude, bro, do it. Do it, brother. That sounds fucking cool. Country boy. Country Sorry, boy. You Max, you wanna tell country? us about your country awakening, yeah. bro? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Max, tell us about the country awakening. The only reason I've been getting stoked on country one, I said earlier I met this guy on band mix, now I'm his bass player, and it's straight country music. And also, Midland just came out with a new album, and it's 
fucking just made me think like country is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think I've never liked country, but it always has put me in a mindset of like my hometown. Like that's oh, where I grew up. Like yeah. everything that played around at every restaurant, every bar, every place you walk around to, and just the environment of the whole aesthetic of everything in my hometown is like old. It's just straight up country music, and my mom even used to drive around playing like Dixie Chicks and shit. And so, I kind of also realized some of the. It's been really hard for me to write these songs for a Silver Moon project. Like I'm glad that I was able to like conquer that writing kind of. It's not even a method. Just, just kind of conquer a vibe that I'm trying to go for and trying to like mold my mind into a more comfortable way of writing because how I naturally write is country. I've, I grew up, I took guitar lessons. I learned Sweet Home Alabama. I learned Beauty and the Blowfish. Oh, I learned fucking shit like Van Halen shit and Ozzy Osbourne shit. And a lot of, a, a good chunk of it was just straight up like when I learned how to solo, it was the minor pentatonic scale, which is the number one fucking scale, or the major pentatonic is straight country music. It is used for pop too, but is that, is that the same for blues? Blues, yeah. yeah. Blue, blues and country are super, super yeah. hand in hand. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, ha- uh, half of these midland what, songs are what blues. What change? What what defines blues? What defines country? What like what makes them different? Uh, blues is is more of a, a laid back well not even laid back um it's country is more like rock and roll right country is more of a structured pop song version of blues but the blues is fucking cr- shredding guitar solos like yeah. so way more guitar solos and way more of kind of a uh it follows this uh, very, very strict progression. Yeah. Um, Sonically, blues is very different than country. So, like, yeah, no, for you sure. Know, but like, but instrumentation-wise, it's very similar. Yeah. There's just a little bit more acoustic within. I know, like, musically, country. Musically, they're like, as far as they're, they're like, sonically, similar. yeah, they're sonically, very different. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, but, but like, because I'm trying to think of right now, like, okay. Like blues, I think of like harmonica, almost like jazzy in a way, like right, way right, right. more freedom. Yeah. You know? But with country, I think of uh, like how you're saying more structure, more like rock and rollish. Yeah. In, in a way, but uh, I'm 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 trying to think of like okay, what is what is blues, you know? And it it, it almost like okay, that could be country too. Like literally, what I'm thinking of. The, right the, they are very yeah. very blended together. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like the house and. Yeah. kind of groovy techno it's yeah. it's kind of that same type of blend yeah. um but you can tell i don't know you can just kind of tell that i think country uses they use hints of blues to write the rest of their song out whereas blues is like i am so lazy i'm just gonna do this straight strict structure and i'm gonna write a song out of that right but what I was also yeah. Of, so like, does yeah. blues have like a like verse, chorus, verse, chorus? Yeah. Uh, 
not. Or is it like verse, like, you know, uh, pro- probably the singing, probably the singing and the solos define, um, that there's, there's always like singing verse or singing solo, singing like chorus solo again. And then like the instruments like will just go ham. Yeah, it's kind of like a more of a jammy kind yeah, of more jammy thing. For sure. I don't know. Like it's weird yeah. because the whole talking about this whole thing right now, the whole thing that's been running through my mind, all I've been thinking about is I consider Stevie Ray Vaughan extremely blues and I listen to Midland and I think of them as country and I think uh Midland has this kind of more put together with harmonies uh, structured that breaks into the chorus like really strong and um, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan he kind of sings it's a guitar solo then he sings a repetitive thing that still sounds like the verse and then he does a solo again and then he kind of goes back to the next verse Mm. but um, so I guess back on my segue, I was going to say the reason I've been getting turned on to that is because naturally, I'll, I, ev- almost every song I've ever written, except for pr- pretty much the one, this is what's been tripping me out, except for the ones for Silver Moon Project, um, all the songs I've written in the past have been on an acoustic guitar. And it's like that instrument alone is so country in itself. You can use it for tasteful little things yeah. for all different kinds of music. But at the end of the day, if you're going to write a full song on that, it's almost like no matter how hard you try, it kind of almost has this country vibe to it. And you can't help but just write a country progression to it. And then on top of that, with my band Harrow's, um, I'll be singing harmonies with uh, Sam, the singer. Yeah. And um, he'll be like, man, you have a bad habit of like ramping up to the note. And I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm, I've been working on that really hard for like the past few months. And that's why I like this whole country realm after I played the show with these guys, after I've been getting stoked on this new Midland album, I'm just like, and then I learned a couple of the Midland songs just playing on acoustic guitar. I'm just like, holy shit, I naturally play this so well. Like I lock in with that so much more intensely naturally than um than i have trying to cover any other song i've learned on acoustic guitar like i've been learning a lot of leon bridges i've been learning some unknown war orchestra and some tame impala stuff i have an idea what since since you like feel that way about it why don't you like don't make country but like try to make your own blend of uh you know, country, you, like, yeah, psych dude, rock I mean, shit. Like, my whole thing, like, my use whole thing those about it, yeah. things just don't that, do it like anybody else. Just yeah, do it do, don't, yeah, don't do be it. like, I'm yeah. going to be a country artist and just, like, start making, like, yeah. regular-ass country music. But if you really do feel that way, you're like, it just comes so easy to me, like, this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. then maybe you should try to incorporate that into what you're making right now and kind of have, like, your own unique kind of vibe maybe like country vibe but still kind of you know i guess i guess technically if you were to break down my progressions i have at least on the single i have out right now and the next song that's about to come out they are uh bluesy um little riffs there's just the the, there and 
there's just like super basic kind of uh, progressions. It's like a more, I think if I were to write a country song to those, they would have so many different, not chord changes, but the chords would uh, form in a different pattern once the chorus hits and stuff. But right now I'm trying to simplify it and make it a little more dancey. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it, it is super fun. I have this song I've been thinking about really hardcore called Cold Hearted Man. And mm-hmm. um, it's a straight up country song. Like if I try, I've tried to put twists on it and stuff. And it, it's just like, man, it, it just sits so well as just being its own kind of country song. That's one of your tracks? Yeah, it's like the first track I ever wrote. I'm a cold hearted man. I'll dig take you, you by surprise. surprise. I'm, I'm a cold hearted man. Hearts as cold as a chest of ice, and I'm a cold hearted man. man. I mean, yeah, that sounds that sounds bluesy too, though. I mean, that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a cold. I have the I have a old and then demo. the fucking harmonica. Yeah. I have a whole. I, yeah. yeah, dude, why, you're a singer, bro. Come on, sing something for I us, have Ricky. A, I have an old demo of it, <laughs> but uh, the mix isn't good, but you can just tell the playing is all super Ricky, tight. I want to just hear you. I, I'm bringing the studio to you so you could like let loose and just let out that inner... like. Ricky, you got that you're voice. You're a singer, bro. You could be the next... I'm a singer. Like, you know? Ricky, you got, you got that voice. Every time I hear you try to sing, I just think, You got me burning! You got me burning! You that, got me burning. That remix song? Oh, fuck. I can't remember how it goes. You got me burning hotter. Do you know what I'm talking about? You got me burning. You got me burning. You got me burning. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah, dude. Alright. Those are the vocals of a champion right there. Or I think we're going to begawk our way out of this. We're begawking our way out of here? Dude, what did we just talk about? We talked about nothing. I feel like we we got some more things to talk about. Ricky, do you? Oh, we do? Do we? I'm uh, I'm pretty. Talk some more shit about Loom? (laughs) I got got more of that. Yeah, dude. (laughs) The user interface is shit, bro. Loom more like lame. Ron's going to punch me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not at all, bro. Not at all. (laughs) <laughs> no, I just <laughs> I did I all right, maybe I got pissed for a second. <laughs> I felt the tension. But my I wasn't trying to be I wasn't trying to say you can't have your opinion. It's a good it's a valid opinion. Yeah. I guess I was just saying like I'm tired of you shitting on these guys. No, no, I, I am like even even after Every time I shit on it, I go back to the app. I'm like, let me go back and check it out. No, and I was like, no, this is pretty dope, though. <laughs> I got a couple followers. I'm so- <laughs> no, bro. No, I mean, honestly, though. But then I'm like, but now I wonder. But uh, yeah. so, uh, so what do you guys? I, I want to talk about TikTok for a minute, and and I know you guys haven't looked at it too much. I sent you guys some videos on it earlier this week. Yeah. Um, what do you think about joining? In on a little TikTok creation, a little skit maybe, a little something, a little something, something. Right now? That shit is hard, bro. I just downloaded it. That's the easiest. It's shit the easiest shit ever. Max and I will go do two with our butt cheeks wide. Oh really? 
Butt cheeks only outside. Maybe not that. Butt cheeks only outside. Ross will do that on his own app. Like, uh, well, I'm just. <laughs> I just remember like some of these Vine videos that are like so, f- <laughs> like super well crafted. You remember those Vine videos that were just like, I don't know. You're intimidated. Dude, I had some funny ass Vine videos. Badass Vine videos. I don't know. I I mean, it just depends what you're trying to do with it. Like, if you're just trying to use it to like gain another audience. By being funny, if that's like, or whatever, because I feel like that's pretty much what it is, just people like being funny. That's kind of what you I know? was thinking of. It's no, there are, people like, ta- was... there are people talking on it about like right. very normal things. Like, there's this guy the other day I ran into who's a cop, and he yeah. was like, Hey guys, want to tell you a little something that I notice all the time when and I that annoys cops, and it's probably <laughs> really something we want to talk about. It's like, That's actually pretty good. When you take a right at the on a red light, and you see a cop pull behind you, just go ahead. You have the right of way. Go through. Don't wait on me. Also, don't slow down 10 to 15 miles per hour in front of us for any reason. It's just annoying. And he's just like going through like the things yeah. of a daily cop. And so my thought is it will eventually evolve into... That's actually pretty funny. Actually, hey guys, guess what? To this Today I made the song. Oh, like playing, you know, like you yeah. can make it music related, whatever yeah, you're doing exactly. as well. You know what I mean? Trying to use it for. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like I think it's, it's the first thing that popped in my head. But also my thing is just like, why not just show a different side of your personality? Because yeah, like, yeah. yeah, for sure. If your music's good enough and you blow up there, then they'll hear your music and they'll be like dope. Or if you're hearing your music first and they find you there, they're going to be like, Oh, what the fuck? This guy's like yeah. goofy as hell. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's pretty dope. What is yeah. she doing? But it's just interesting. Anyway, what do you think about it, Max? I was going to say the first thing that popped in my head is just get a fucking GoPro or a waterproof camera case and just go do wakeboard videos. <laughs> <laughs> but We're past our prime, dude. Dude, There's a bunch of kids on this. There's a shit ton of people doing a dance to that song. Look, 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 look this is pretty funny. All right. Well, well uh, that was a great conversation about TikTok. Mal, you got anything to add? No, You're about well, to head out of here to no, College no, Station, no, bro. Yup. No, I think. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good one. Mal, you're about to get now out of here, bro. Now we're never gonna see if he makes one <laughs> for anything. We're just gonna scroll to the next one. <laughs> Maybe this guy makes music. Well, I feel with, like you just watch a video and you're like, "Oh, that was funny," and then you go to the next one. Yeah, that is exactly what people do. Yeah. Yeah, until you find somebody you like, and then you go look at all. You go follow them. But I like every single one of these, but I don't really care to follow any of them. Well, that's because you're not a kid. Oh, yeah. Where, where are the kids doing? Where are the kids doing? Is, that what, is this what they're doing? I guess, yeah. It's like a lot of, yeah. No, this is the young audience right here. God. See what I'm saying, boys? All right, homies. Yep. This, this has been a great bedroom musician podcast. Time to wrap it up. You know, topics were totally on point. Yeah. We totally delivered 
on this one, boys. In this week's episode of the Bedroom Musician Podcast. Alright, press the button. Did you fucking cut it, dude? Right now? Oh my god. Wait! (laughs) Don't cut it. You guys want to talk about Taylor Swift?